The advice and informational content does not necessarily represent the views of Mother's Market and Kitchen. Mother's recommends consulting your health professional for your personal medical condition. Hello, I'm Kimberly King, and welcome to the Mother's Market Radio Show, a show dedicated to the truth, beauty, and goodness of the human condition. On today's show, we want to help you get a little bit more sleep, so we're going to discuss how much sleep you need and how to get it. Plus, later we'll tell you what's new at Mother's and what's going on around town. But first up, we're happy to welcome back Dr. Linda Marquez to the show. Dr. Linda is a chiropractic wellness doctor that has been practicing since 1993. She's licensed in several states, including Pennsylvania, North and South Carolina, Tennessee, and of course right here in California. She's also a wellness educator, certified nutritionist, and personal fitness trainer, and we welcome her to the Mother's Market Radio Show. Dr. Linda, how are you? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you. Well, it's great to see you and have you right here at the show. And for those of you in our audience that may not be familiar with your mission and work, why don't you fill them in before we get to today's topic? Absolutely. Our mission is to bring an awareness to the rise in disease in our country. And second, most, and second of all is to educate them on relevant health issues, provide solutions, to some of the problems that people are having right now, but most of all is to take action. Mm, I love that. Well, today we are talking about how sleep can affect your overall health, and we want to take action on that. (laughs) So Dr. Linda, why is sleep so important? Well, I want to first just start off with just giving you some interesting numbers because I'm, I'm out there speaking a lot, and I'd like to always give people just kind of the stats so that they're aware, but when I'm researching, numbers are so important to me. And when I looked at this, I said, this cannot sound right, but there's over 60 million people that actually suffer from chronic or intermittent sleeping disorders. There's three and a half million, or excuse me, three and a half billion dollars are being spent on medication for sleeping. Mm. Over $300 million is being spent by one company and I think the number one company out there is Lunesta just on marketing their sleeping pills. And it's costing our country over $150 billion a year on just higher stress and reduced workplace activity and productivity. So those are some alarming numbers with you know, why, you know, with the implications of sleep, but why is it so important? Well, we don't realize that at nighttime, our body is very active, repairing itself. And when people go to sleep, they're usually just thinking, oh, my body's shutting down. But it's the contrary. Your body is very, very active. And think about between 9 o'clock and 11 o'clock, the liver starts to detoxify. And is very, very important during that time because all the excess estrogen, all the excess toxins that we have are being dumped during that time. That's from 9 to to 11 o'clock. Then from 12 o'clock to 4 o'clock in the morning, backbone marrow is producing fresh blood cells. 1 to 3, there's bile detoxification. 3 to 5 in the morning, you have lung detoxification. And 5 to 7 o'clock, that's when the large intestine is detoxifying. But I think one of the important time times is between 10 o'clock in the evening and 3 o'clock in the morning when your body is peaking at burning fat and that's one of the number one reasons that most people want to make sure that they're sleeping is that's when the fat burning occurs but the body is very active because lack of sleep contributes to a lot of issues there's a lot of 
the loss of cognitive abilities. So a lot of, so a lot of these young kids can't think and concentrate well in school. It suppresses their immune system. It contributes to weight gain. It also increases cortisol levels, which is one of the hormones that interferes with the body's process to recuperate from injuries and healing. And it also um, you know, decreases the level of growth hormones. Uh, and that's so important. I'm so glad you were talking about why it is important for our children. I mean, we think, I'm, I have teenagers right now, and, and that growth hormone is important, and uh, the recuperating um, from injuries as well. So um, so I think we'll talk touch on that a little bit. Yes. <laughs> How many hours of sleep? Are necessary and I would imagine that it is important for your age group it, too. yes it varies from age to group to age group and if you think about when we had children newborns they're mostly sleeping I mean they're sleeping almost 12 to 18 hours of that 24-hour day and that's when everybody wants to come and see the baby and it's <laughs> like well here she's sleeping so <laughs> I say wait till at least three or four months because all you're gonna see is a, a cute sleeping baby mm-hmm. But for the average, for like the adults, it's between seven and a half and nine hours. That is the average that we need. Unfortunately, 20% of our population is getting less than six hours a night. And on the average, they're getting about six and a half hours. And then any of the high schoolers, and I have a couple high schoolers, and I'm encouraging them to get their sleep. And I tell them, all right, it's 10 o'clock, get to bed. Try to get them to bed by 9 o'clock. But they actually need between 8 and a half and 10 hours of sleep per night because their body is still growing. Mm-hmm. The bone has not closed, and so they are still going through a growth process. And elementary kids, I have one that's in elementary mm-hmm. school as well, and they should be sleeping between 10 and 11 hours a night so it's depends on their age but if you use those those numbers kind of as a guideline I think you'll be right on track yeah and that was that growth question I had because the bones are haven't closed so exactly yeah, yeah. I try to explain that to them <laughs> and you, you probably have teenagers I do. right? yes yeah. and they're still growing and I have mm-hmm. a son and he is just sprouting when about a year ago he was 510 now he's six foot <laughs> yeah see and then that sleep is a huge thing i say it eat is. your vegetables and sleep right? yes <laughs> uh, another question do women or men suffer from more sleep disorders oh we know that women that women do and a lot has to do with hormones and it has to do particularly with the estrogen hormone and you know as women i mean we want to get it all done we mm-hmm. want to we're the queen of the house right we're the ceo <laughs> of the house so even if it's things that need to get done we will sacrifice sleep on that and once the baby is born I mean we hear he or she crying at two in the morning and we're up to feed the baby Mm -hmm. so women have more sleep problems and it's not just because of the demands that we put on ourselves but it's the demands that I think others expect from us okay the baby woke up so you need to go feed the baby and take care of him or her Mm -hmm. and you know also just the working moms they tend to get less sleep but it's because of how our hormones are the hormones in our in our body and it's particularly because of estrogen okay that's one that's probably an easy answer to figure (laughs) that out Um, what is the connection between sleep and weight gain well you can see that about 60% of our population is overweight those are some really high numbers and 
close to almost 30% of our population is reaching obesity. So there's a huge connection because lack of sleep will increase something called ghrelin. And it's a hormone that tells you I'm hungry. And it actually lack of sleep will decrease a hormone called leptin, which tells it signals to the body that you're full. And just think about this. If you're only sleeping four to five hours a day, you have all those other hours that you're not sleeping available to be snacking on food, right? And eating. And if you're cramming for a test or cramming for a project, you want to stay awake. And during that time, you're getting a little bit tired. So you will start snacking on food. And it's mostly the processed sugary food to get your boost. So that's one of the, the biggest things that we see with, you know, that whole connection. But also, you know, when you have a tired brain or a foggy brain, most people, re- well, they'll reach for food to keep them awake, like the sugary foods and the caffeine. That's true. Uh, what is the connection between sleep and aging? Oh, we all need we all need our beauty sleep, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> My daughter reminds me of that, <laughs> and I always tell her, she goes, "Mom, it's ten o'clock. You're you're past your bed your bedtime, and you need your beauty sleep." She goes, "Isn't that when your body's like burning fat and and the anti aging hormones you know <laughs> kick in?" I was like, "Gosh, I trained these kids too well, but they know because I'm constantly preaching that. But it's something that I do remind people." when I'm out speaking and there is because the lack of sleep it actually accelerates the aging process it slows down the rejuvenation process and also in the brain and the production of the human growth hormone also known as the anti-aging hormone um, it relies on getting a good night's rest and if we're not then guess what happens it's like we start to look a little bit older and we start aging and I can tell when patients come in by part of their evaluation starts when they walk in and I and I can see from their skin from their eyes I can see that this person is one not getting enough sleep two they're eating the wrong foods mm. oh you can detect that right Absolutely. from looking at them <laughs> oh to be you you have that magical <laughs> wizard right there well, this is so interesting, and um, I can. We're going to be talking a lot about uh, some ramifications again of sleep and our health and how it balances. So stay with us. We're going to be right back. We're going to take a quick break. So more with Dr. Linda. Don't doze off. Looking for healthier snack options? Mother's Market sources organic and non-GMO small batch, high quality, great tasting nuts, dried fruits, snacks, and candy. The goal to provide you the highest in quality snacks while also offering high nutritional value. Fan favorites include non-GMO peanut butter pretzel bites, organic dried mango slices, and organic dark chocolate peanut clusters. Stop into your local Mother's Market today to explore all the varieties and pick some up to try for yourself. Let's talk menstruation, perimenopause, menopause, and postmenopause. These shouldn't be taboo topics. They're the normal life phases we move through as women. And Solaray delivers support every step of the way with her life stages. The first of its kind comprehensive new supplement line offers doctor formulated solutions at each stage with clinically backed ingredients you can count on. Own the stage. Buy Solaray at Mother's Market today. 
Welcome back to the Mother's Market Radio Show. And we want to remind you that if you missed any portion of today's show, you can find us on iTunes by searching Mother's Market or download the show from our website, mothersmarket.com. Click the link for radio and listen to past shows, plus download our healthy recipes and money savings coupons, all available at mothersmarket.com. And now back to our interview with Dr. Linda Marquez, and we're talking about how sleep affects your health. So Dr. Linda, what are some of the ramifications of health on our sleep? That's a great question. We all think that sleep is something that, oh, I always hear, oh, I'll sacrifice a little sleep to get this project done. Mm -hmm. And that's the worst thing that you can do. And I say that from experience and even when I recall being in college and cramming for a test the night before and functioning on two or three hours of sleep and you're not as productive. So that's one of the ramifications right there. You have less, um, you're just, the cognitive skills are lessened and your ability to concentrate on simple tasks are lessened. And I like to use the example of when a person goes into the military, right? What are some of the things that they do during boot camp? One is sleep deprivation. And these young soldiers out there, it's like the worst. They're doing whatever they can to keep them up, but their body just does not want to go. They can't think right. They can't walk right. They just cannot do simple tasks anymore. So if you take that from someone, um, it really affects um, their creativity, their memory issue. And a lot of issues result as the because they're not getting enough sleep. But I think the biggest one is weight gain. I always go back to weight gain because our country is we're in a uh, we're seeing a, a disease that's affecting the entire um, entire United States and really spilling into other countries as well. But weight gain is one of them because of a tired and foggy brain will tend to want to eat more. Other issues that we're running into is um, liver issues, digestion, as we were talking earlier, that between 9 and 11 o'clock is when the liver is detoxifying, and that's when excess estrogen is being um, removed from the body. That's when excess toxins are being removed from the body. But also, lack of sleep will contribute to higher levels of depression, higher risk of hypertension, increase the risk for breast cancer, and every other cancer that's out there. So it's really important that we get a good night's sleep otherwise we will see that there is a connection between a lot of our health conditions right now and lack of sleep wow that's interesting what about you had mentioned something about i know um, the weight gain but what also i was interested in about the memory part of that too and when that caves away at that Um, yes because of the different hormones that are being made at nighttime so it's very there's a lot of studies out there that productivity Mm -hmm. workplace productivity were um educational productivity or you know young kids at school anywhere Mm -hmm. from the five-year-olds up until college age they will actually retain more if they sleep more right I'm going to use that to more time to my kids too, going into high school. Um, what, are, what are the underlying causes of sleep issues? The number one cause is actually blood sugar issues. And that's huge because 
most people are skipping their meals, they're skipping breakfast, and so by lunchtime, they want a quick fix, and it's usually processed food. And so I, I remember this growing up. I want to grab a Snickers bar, and we think, oh, a Snickers bar is very healthy for you, or you grab a Power Bar, and they're all loaded with sugar. And so most of the time, it's the blood sugar imbalance, and it's because they're not eating throughout the day, and they're skipping breakfast. A lot of people with gut issues and food allergies and so what happens is at nighttime the body is making cortisol and it's trying to fight this problem and they are actually not getting into a deep sleep and then stress will cause that because most people are also thinking of what I get what I first what I didn't get done today so the mental stress there's also the chemical stress from all the toxins in our food, the household chemicals, what we're putting on our hair, our skin, mm -hmm. what we're cleaning, anything outside of our home, inside of our home. So there's a lot of um, chemical stress and also emotional stress. That's a big one. Those are some of the underlying causes because people continue to just think and think about a problem and that's very stressful on the body and they'll never get into a deep sleep. But Another driving force is also inflammation, low-grade inflammation in the body. And when a person's in pain, that'll interfere with their sleep as well. It's amazing that all of those things that you just mentioned, we, that's a, on a daily basis for so many of us that that really does can affect uh, sleep. I Absolutely, mean, it does. Is there a sleep diet or a way that food can improve our sleep? Yes, definitely. It always goes back to a diet and lifestyle with a lot of our health issues. And one thing they can start doing is one, don't skip breakfast. Mm. Most people aren't aware of this, but your small intestine is busily at work first thing in the morning between 7.30 and 9 o'clock. And that's when the maximal nutrient absorption occurs is eating in the morning, having a good breakfast. That's why you hear so commonly, make sure that you eat a good breakfast or you hear that breakfast is the most important meal of the day, but you really don't know why. But it's because most nutrient absorption occurs in the morning in the small intestine and it's usually from 7.30 and nine. So diet does play a really important part of having a healthy breakfast that's with some protein in it. I like to add some fresh juices in the morning and eating throughout the day, a couple hours of some high quality food, vegetables, fruit, chicken, turkey, nuts, seeds, and just staying closer to plant-based food and foods without chemicals. And so, and that's good. They always, to get the day going, um, have those meals. And I know that I like that you have said the, uh, the protein with them. Um, with the veggies and the, the fruits too. Um, going back to um, melatonin, can you t talk about a little bit of melatonin, what it is and the connection to sleep? Yes, melatonin is a hormone that's made by the body. And a lot of people like to take melatonin supplements, but I encourage them to let their body produce it. And if it's not producing it, why isn't it producing? See, melatonin has immune enhancing properties and melatonin should be high at nighttime and cortisol levels low in the evening. But a lot of time what happens is if your melatonin is low during the night, it will suppress your immune system. It's also an antioxidant. It helps regulate the sleep and wake cycle. And when it becomes dark, that's when the body starts to release melatonin. 
And some of the sources of natural sources of melatonin are include like almonds, like sunflower seeds, cherries, and most of these once again are found in plant sources. Um, and you always wonder why we get sleepy after our Thanksgiving meal, right? right? Well, there it ha- turkey has something called tryptophan, which converts into serotonin. Hmm. And that's one of the hormones that helps you get sleepy. Oh, I always heard that, but I didn't know what that, but that's a natural <laughs> melatonin. <then>. Yes. <laughs> um, and so, and you can get that in a supplement form. Is that what? Well, uh, I encourage people to actually have, let their body produce melatonin. And so you have to find out why is my body not producing melatonin and it's made at nighttime. Mm-hmm. And if it's not being produced when you're sleeping, what's the driving force behind it? You've got to go back to, well, what's my diet and lifestyle like? Mm-hmm the high stress that we have you know every day we put too much demands on our body the the chemical stresses the emotional stresses those are some of the the issues that we run into that are not allowing the body to make melatonin and so again our diet our poor diet diet and lifestyle is huge it Mm -hmm. always goes back to that but you have to understand the why behind it and I don't always encourage melatonin for a person to take that because the whole goal is I'm not is not to practice green medicine. Instead of giving them a pill or a supplement for this, find out why is the body not making enough of this hormone? Why is my body not working properly? And really address what's interfering with the process and remove any offenders, put the healthy stuff in, and strengthen the body and create a solution. See, I went right there. I said, how can I easily get that quick fix and went right for the <laughs> supplement, didn't Well, I? I think most of us want that quick mm-hmm. fix. And sleep is not something that you can ever catch up on. Mm-hmm. You hear that people say, well, I'm just, I'm going to catch up on my sleep and they want to sacrifice your sleep for the week. You can never catch up on your sleep. Once you lose it, it, it's gone. It's kind of like brain cells. Once you destroy them, they're gone. You cannot get that back. And that's why sleep is so important. Well, while we're talking about that, um, some practical steps that we can take to improve our sleep and um, kind of how to manage our body clock. Yes, well, just the awareness that most of our sleep issues they're Mm self-inflicted. So if they're self-inflicted, I say, then we can do something about it. And one, sleeping in a dark, cold, I wouldn't say cold, but in a cool cool room that's Mm -hmm. quiet. And most of us have computers and televisions going on. I said, okay, when you go to bed, it, it should be, your room should be your sanctuary minimize any clocks that are in there and if you do i always told patients i said cover them up so you don't so you're not looking at the time or you don't see the white flashing light also just having a comfortable mattress having a comfortable pillow i mean something as basic as that people are sleeping in 20 year old mattresses Mm -hmm. and like gosh i can't get a good night's sleep you can get a new mattress get in a comfortable pillow eliminating coffee four hours before bedtime eliminating alcohol before four hours before um, bedtime stop eating so late because you are eating all the sugary food and you feel bloated it's like gosh you you don't want to go to bed because all you're thinking about is the food that's in your stomach so start stop eliminating you know eliminate sugar from the diet and i recommend people not to exercise 
before you go to bed because you're going to be excited and you're going to be revved and ready to conquer the day. Mm -hmm. Well, it's not day, it's night. So I encourage them, switch your exercise time. Exercise in the morning rather than the evening. And avoid watching television and TV. Too many of us will sit on our in our bed and watch television. I said, your bed is not your sofa. It's not your couch. You should be, it's there for you to get a good night's sleep. Setting your alarm 30 minutes after the hour. If some of us can't get up on our own, I said, it's best to set your alarm 30 minutes after the hour instead of on the hour. So if you need to wake up at six in the morning, I said, okay, get a, set it for 5.30 in the morning. Minimize any light that's in your room. Your room should be dark should be solid dark in there. Um, lavender oil is another thing that you can use. People don't realize that there's that's something that's very relaxing. I put that in my pillows and I get a good night's sleep. Um, hypnosis CDs, relaxation CDs. I've used that with my daughter since she was a little baby. And even to this day, she always reminds me, Mom, I need to hear my music. I need mm-hmm. to hear my music. And it's relaxing music that helps her sleep. One of the big ones that has been very, very effective is using a gratitude journal. Mm. I don't know if you've ever done anything like that. that. And those are fun. And the reason I have people do that is I want them to go to bed being grateful for what happened that day and not focusing on what they didn't get done, all the problems in their life. It's like, be grateful for three things that happened that day. What happens during that time is the body, the brain will change its frequency. And so instead of thinking of all the things that we have to do, you're going to be grateful for what happened that, what happened that day. Mm, I, I really love that. And I've also heard, too, that chamomile tea may also help to relax. Absolutely, mm-hmm. yes. Oh, I'm, that's a perfect way to end this show, <laughs> being grateful. And we're grateful to have you, Dr. Linda. Well, thank you. <laughs> well, we look forward to having you on again. And I heard, by the way, you also have a new book. It's called Juicing the Secret to Anti-Aging, Vitality, and Weight Loss. So congratulations. Yes, thank you. So in the meantime, you can get more, uh, learn more about Dr. Linda on uh, your website, drlindamarquez.com, and learn more about how you can stay healthy. And we look forward to your next visit. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to the Mother's Market Radio Show and for shopping at Mother's Market. The advice and informational content does not necessarily represent the views of Mother's Market and Kitchen. Mother's recommends consulting your health professional for your personal medical condition. Mm-hmm.